What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, everybody? I'm Hunter Jacobs, and you're listening to the Hoop Ball Nets podcast. So Najee is unable to make this episode, so this is a this is a solo here. And uh, since I'm the more analytical of the two of us, I'm gonna take a look at some. Some stats that I had heavily relied on in past episodes that I haven't looked at this season with the Nets. Those are my trusty on-off court numbers. I know they're skewed due to injuries and stuff like that. But aside from the analytical stats I'll take a look at, I'm going to go into whether Blake Griffin or Andre Drummond will make the Nets better. And five predictions from now through the end of the season and what their rotation could look like come playoff time based on my predictions and how the roster will change so let's get things started the uh the first element is the on off court numbers we're gonna go through that because it won't take very long obviously like I said the Nets have had constant injuries you know they change their roster by getting James Harden KD has missed time Kyrie's missed a couple games so it's not gonna be a perfect science but Based on this, it is very clear that Kyrie and KD and will be Harden the more he plays have such a huge on-off court difference, which you'd expect from NBA superstars. The when the Nets are playing without Kyrie on the court, their overall rating is negative point four. Without KD, is negative two point three. With Kyrie, is positive 8.7 and positive 11.2. That's the net rating difference with them on the court. The other rotation players to take a look at here, Joe Harris brings a huge, huge on-court advantage with plus 6.6 due to the volume he's been shooting at and how efficient he's been. But with him off the court, it's negative 0.5, so... He has an overall rating of positive 7.1. Now, these numbers are important because then you go down to look at someone like TLC, who's visibly been bad, and a lot of Nets fans are actually calling for him to get waived. On court, they're negative 0.8 rating with him on the court. With him off the court, it's positive 7.3. So he has a negative 8.1 rating which is the second worst out of all rotation players. And the worst is Landry Shabbat by a long shot. The offense has been a lot worse with him on the court. Uh, It's a negative 6.2 rating with him on the court and a positive 9.2 with him off. So his rating off the court is, is a little bit... 
higher of a positive than when Kyrie is on the court, to put that into perspective. He has a negative 15.4 overall net rating. So, I mean, it could be due to how poorly he's been shooting from, from the field this season. He's picked it up lately, so hopefully those numbers start to improve. But TLC and Landry Shamit easily have the worst on off-court numbers. DeAndre Jordan and Bruce Brown are also negative, but the team is positive with them on the court and off the court, so it's not nearly as bad. The With DeAndre Jordan on the court, it's positive 3.1. Off the court, positive 4.7. So they're slightly better with him off the court, but it doesn't really make much of a difference. Bruce Brown, they're positive 2 with him on, positive 5.1 with him off. And um, the thing with Bruce Brown is his impact is going to be on defense, so you're not going to see the stats pop as much. But Bruce Brown makes an impact on the game, as many Nets fans know, and they love to have him on the court. The last rotation player that I haven't covered is Jeff Green. They're positive, similar to Brown and Jordan, positive with him on and off the court, but it's positive 4.6 with him off, 3.6 with him on, so it's a negative 0.1 rating. Ne- yeah, negative 1.0 rating. Um, Overall, those are all the numbers. I mean, it's what you would expect. The superstars are carrying the rating when they're off the court. The bench is taking a hit. We know the Nets are currently not a deep team. If they make the right moves down the stretch, they could be a deep team. If they get Dinwiddie back, they'll be a deep team. But as of right now, they're they're struggling to find a consistent rotation with their bench that's working because TLC and Shamit haven't really brought consistent scoring and defense, which is what the Nets need right now, which is why they signed Andre Roberson to hope that he can come in and play some defense against some of the top guys on opposing teams. Aside from the on-off court numbers, the only other analytical stats that I like to dive into heavy is uh, PER and wind shares. Uh, PER is the efficiency rating. The three superstars are all around 25. And then Harris is around 15. DeAndre Jordan's around 17. Jeff Green's around 12, as is Bruce Brown. And uh, Jordan is so high because his shooting percentage, like his true shooting is 76% because all he's really taking are dunks and layups for the most part. Um, but the second highest true shooting percentage out of all rotation players is actually Joe Harris. Even though he shoots more threes than anyone else, he has been very efficiently knocking down his shots, which has led to him competing with the superstars in, in win shares as well. Joe Harris has been a very important part of the team and if he keeps up that percentage, it's going to be tough for any team to take the Nets down in a series come playoff time, in all honesty. Because if Harris is on, he will get all the looks because people are going to focus on Harden when he has the ball, Kyrie when he has the ball, KD off the ball. It's it's going to be... We already know their offense is best in the league. Then it's not close. They definitely have the best offense in the league. If they are able to incorporate Roberson and maybe add a center 
down the line or Claxton comes back and brings them some defense and energy that they're lacking right now. Because right now they're the 25th ranked defense, but they're the first offense, which which makes them have the sixth best net rating. If they even bring that defense to around 15th, they probably have the best net rating in the league. And it will end up to them having the best record in the East as well. I mean, the best record in the league at this point is probably unattainable since the Jazz still only sit at five losses on the year and and the Lakers only sit at six. So that's probably unattainable, but they can, they are definitely within reach of the Sixers who currently have the number one seed in the East. And two of the players that, people are have been talking about that are going to get bought out and could go to the nets are blake griffin and andre drummond now the three teams linked with blake griffin are the heat the celtics and the lakers so the nets aren't currently linked with him which i'll start with him i don't think blake griffin makes the nets better by any means he's a smart passer player but personally i think the nets have enough playmaking right now and I think Blake Griffin could end up taking some shots away from guys like Jeff Green and Joe Harris. And Blake Griffin hasn't exactly been efficient, so I don't know that he will help things. He might overcrowd things. If you look at, yeah, the Celtics team when they had Morris, Hayward, Rozier, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Kyrie, that team had way too many people that wanted the ball wanted iso and they didn't swing the ball around enough and it caused unrest this team they understand harden is the point guard Kyrie and kd play off ball harris will get looks when they're contested blake griffin could come in and that could alter a lot of the smoothness with the offense so i personally don't think griffin makes them better and they should stay away from him I think he would also not help the Lakers looking at other fits. I think he could help the Heat and Celtics, but I don't think he'll help either the Lakers or Nets. He could just disrupt their star power. But moving on to Drummond, I think Drummond at this point is just a better DeAndre Jordan. He's similar rebounding-wise, but the offensive capability is a little higher there. Um, also... As we know, Jordan has progressed, I mean, regressed since his Clippers days, while Drummond is still fairly close to his prime, I guess. But And if he's willing to ring chase and come to Nets for a small deal once, once uh, he gets bought out from the Cavs, then I'm all for it because not that he'll, he's a huge defensive presence, but I don't think he disrupts anything on offense. He knows his role. He gets the rebound. He puts it up on offense. He grabs the boards and outlets on defense. He he, he knows his role. So I, I do think Drummond helps them out quite a bit. And that's who they should pursue. But if they're unable to get either of them, then there's other options that could be bought out, such as Trevor Ariza, like Billy Reinhardt said when he was on the pod. Or if they could look at the free agent market, go for a Deadman, Dwayne Deadman. That's that's Najee's favorite target. But I think Drummond is the one that they should have at the top of their list right now. If they can get Drummond, I don't see any way that any team takes them past six games in the playoffs, in all honesty. Because, yes, Embiid's going to still 
have his way against Drummond, but it takes some of the the pressure off because currently the net center is Jordan. Their backup doesn't exist. Now at least Jordan could be that backup, provide some relief for Drummond, and they'll stay fresh at the big man position. And the Sixers are probably the only team that matches up fairly well with them, but I still think the net star power would would make them overcome the the matchups with Simmons and Tobias Harris and stuff like that. But other than the Sixers, I don't really see any team pushing the Nets past six games. I mean, there are some teams that match up decently well, the the Celtics or the the Bucks. But when it comes down to it, now that they're using Harden as their point guard, their offense their offense is untouchable. Now all they need to focus on is getting their defense to middle of the pack and and they're going to overpower any team. Looking at five predictions that I see from now until the end of the season, uh the first one is that the Nets end up as the first seed. They're only a game and a half behind the Sixers, so this isn't these aren't really bold predictions, it's just things that I think are gonna happen. The Sixers are, are a good team. They're going to keep winning two of three for the rest of the season. But I think the Nets will go on a tear when KD comes back. Maybe seven, eight wins in a row. It'll wind up pushing them maybe to be around the same record as the Sixers. Maybe a little bit better. And I think once they have that first seed spot, they don't look back. And And that's going to be very important for them because then come... Playoff time, they're going to be playing the eighth seed of the play-in tournament. Whoever winds up as the eighth seed after play-in could end up being the Knicks, the Heat, any of the teams that are in that range, the Hawks. But I think the Nets will end up as the first seed. The Sixers will end up as two. And then after that, it's any combination of the Bucks, the Celtics, the Pacers, teams like that. The second thing, this is more of a bold prediction but based on what he's been saying it sounds very possible I think Spencer Dinwiddie will return this season now I don't know if it'll be in the regular season or in the playoffs but I do believe we will see him play basketball again this season which is very very crucial for the Nets because they were able to get that player exception the disabled player exception so they can sign Drummond using that and have Dinwiddie return. So Dinwiddie's injury could wind up helping the Nets out in a lot of ways because he could come back a better player as well based on how hard he's working from what I've seen on social media. And he is he will be the bench. Yes, they'll have Jeff Green on the bench and DeAndre Jordan, but Dinwiddie is the head of that bench and he will return to playing like the sixth man when he returns, which makes them have a, an upper half of the league bench again, because right now their bench is abysmal. The star power is what's keeping them afloat. But Dinwiddie returning does a lot for them. Um, hopefully he does return for some regular season games so that when playoffs come, he, he's not just thrust into action right away. But whether it's it's regular season or not, I do think he will see some court time eventually. The next thing, the third prediction is that two of 
TLC, Iman Shumper, and Noah Vonley won't be on the roster come playoff time. If TLC doesn't pick up his play soon, I think he will get waived. Um, I think that's a that's a no brainer. He's been he has been awful. That that's just to say the least. He has been absolutely horrible. He uh, missed that layup versus the Wizards, and he wasn't really good before that. But it's only gotten worse. He he hasn't he hasn't done much of anything, and his defensive presence isn't really helping them out either. So I I think he will end up getting waived. Shumpert, if he stays injured, they might have to waive him before the 24th when his money becomes guaranteed. Um, Roberson kind of fills in for his spot anyway. But um, Shumpert could end up staying on the team if he could get in a game before the 24th. But they might wind up waiving him if he can't. And Noah Vonley, that is contingent on... Claxton's return and if they're able to get Drummond I don't think they'll keep Vonley if they will if they have Drummond Jordan and Claxton all healthy because then they could also wind up using Vonley's spot to add another wing to help out on defense I don't think Vonley's gonna get many minutes if all three of them are healthy and they get Drummond so then the fourth prediction, obviously, following that is that the Nets do get Drummond. Um, I don't think any team's going to offer a trade to the Cavs for that contract. Um, he he will probably end up getting bought out. I think if a trade does happen, it'll be to the Raptors. I think that's really the only team that'll take him via trade. But if he gets bought out, I think it's it's straight to the Nets. No question. He He's going to want to win. He's tired of being shipped from... Detroit to Cleveland and and suffering through those losses so he's gonna he's gonna want to win he'll go to the Nets he's gonna accept the role as a rebounder and put back artists things like that he, he's not gonna demand the ball much and then the fifth prediction is that the Nets will win the NBA championship by defeating the Lakers in six games the Lakers have Two of the NBA's top three or four players. And the Nets have three top 15s, two top 10s, one top five. So I, I do think the Nets ultimately will have their rotation steady by playoff time. Their defense will be top 20 at least by that time. Because that's really all they have to zero in on for the remainder of the season. So if they don't improve at all, that's that's a big issue. But I do think that they will um, get that defense inside top 20 and will ultimately wind up winning the championship regardless of who they have to play from the West. And now I'm going to say who I think their rotation will be come playoff time. I think they'll go nine deep. Personally, they could go 10, but this is with them having Drummond and Dinwiddie returning. It's a whole different ball game without it, but this is my prediction of who they'll have. So that's what I'm going to base it off of. Their starting lineup will obviously be Kyrie Harden, Joe Harris, KD, and Drummond. Then their bench players, Dinwiddie leading the bench, 
Jeff Green right behind him, and then Bruce Brown for his defensive presence, and Jordan as the backup center. Now, we could see Claxton overtake Jordan's minutes upon returning if if they get Drummond. If not, obviously, Claxton and Jordan will both have to play. But we could see uh, Claxton overtake his minutes. And, I mean, they do also have Landry Shamit, Andre Roberson. So, those two guys could wind up seeing some minutes, but... I think the Nets are going to stay heavy on the the star power and maybe Dinwiddie and Green and keep all other minutes to a minimum. I don't think Brown will even see over 15 minutes in a playoff game, probably. I think it's going to be like upwards of 35 minutes for all of Kyrie Harden and KD, 40 minutes when it comes down to it, and then... Drummond and whatever sent backup center winds up being behind him will take all 48 minutes at the center position. So minutes will be there for Green and Dinwiddie, but it's going to be more scarce for Bruce Brown, Shamit, Roberson, guys like that who are playing at the back of the bench. But yeah, that'll do it for this episode of the Hoop Ball Nets podcast. Najee will be back for the next episode and I'll give myself a letter since he's not here to give me a letter um V V Vucevic I'll go by last name sure Nikola Vucevic and uh that'll do it for this episode you can follow us on at the Hoopball Nets podcast you can follow me on Twitter at Hunter underscore JKR you can follow Najee at Najee Adams underscore and uh, listen to us on iTunes, Who Ball Nets Podcast, and that'll do it. Thanks for listening. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.